Hello, boys and girls, sports fans, assorted waifs and strays. It's Den here of Diginomica, and today is Tuesday, the 8th of January, 2019. Okay, this is episode four of the uh, podcast, and if you're wondering what happened with episode three, then I suggest that you look through the subscription thingy because that was a special recording with Tom Raftery, he of SAP, but also one of the strongest advocates I know of, of uh, clean energy. And um, he's packed that particular conversation with many, many useful facts and figures, along with some interesting ideas about what's going to happen in the future. Anyway, on to today's agenda, a couple of strong use cases from Guardian Life and AB InBev, along with some Trumpian economics related to the manufacturing sector. So, brewing visibility. Jessica looks at AB InBev's push to tap into customer trends in AB InBev brews up greater insights into changing customer trends. I'm almost tempted to go, ah, yeah, right. (laughs) Anyway, getting visibility into your customer or your sales or your supply chain or your employees, all of these things become really difficult or take a very long time with a legacy architecture like this. You need to read the piece in order to understand what the legacy architecture is, okay? In the past, that might have been fine, but as you move forward and more towards being a digital business, every second, every minute that your team aren't able to make business decisions, that translates to lost opportunities for the company as a whole. They're certainly talking the talk, aren't they? So, yeah, we think it's completely sound thinking on the importance of customer knowledge, but um, as always with these things, let's see how they turn out in the future. Insure tech. So Suraj, with an AW use case in how Guardian Life shift to AWS enabled it to go agile, cut costs, and partner with insure tech startups. Yeah, you know, AWS has become so important in the startup community that even if you're an established player, you've got to play with it. So let's see what they had to say. A lot of startups are in the insure tech space and we participate more easily with them. So if we want to pilot or interface with them, they're also riding with AWS. So it's much quicker to test something, spin it back up or down without as much investment. On the cost side, like most traditional companies, by shifting to the cloud, we're making savings of between 30, sorry, 20 to 30% for things we're putting in there. I'd like to see a little bit more detail on this because some studies, and particularly those from Frank Scavo's Computer Economics, suggest that over the long haul, uh, running with cloud services does work out somewhat more expensive, but then a lot depends on how you've costed the, the thing in the first place. That's a very important point. Anyway, we think it's an interesting use case in an emerging sector with lots of opportunity. It's going to be interesting to see how that pans out as between the legacy players and the new guys. And finally, you know what that means. Trump meets manufacturing. Chris finds a collision between upbeat manufacturing tech data and President Trump's tariff obsession in manufacturing a crisis. Upbeat data meets Trump's tariffs. When asked if the current administration's regulatory plans would have a positive impact on American manufacturing in March, 71% of manufacturers either strongly agreed or agreed. By July, manufacturers were not so optimistic. Of that same group of respondents, only 50% either strongly agreed or agreed that the impact of regulations would be positive. Well, Stuart in his roundup thinks it will be a bumpy ride. I don't think it will be a bumpy ride at all. I think it will be catastrophic. But who knows? What do we know? Anyway, that's enough for us for today. Um, 
Ja, sehr gern.